It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. And of course, I'm the kind of woman that talks about things that you only think about and may not be comfortable enough in saying. So why not go for the gusto, for God's sake? What do you do when you're with a man and you're just no longer happy sexually with him? Now, we're talking about two different scenarios. One could be a new guy, a guy you've been seeing for a short while, and you've just recently gotten into the bedroom and decided after you really like this man, he's just not what you were expecting in the bedroom. Now, there's two different ways of looking at this. One is you can fix him. (laughs) But truthfully, who wants to fix a man? And what man wants to be fixed by a woman? So at some point, when do you draw that line and say, oh, God damn it. You know, it's just not going to work because I don't want to demasculate him, although they are little fixes that probably would work. Or maybe you just say to hurt somebody's feelings isn't worth it. But it's tough because you spend a little bit of time together. You get to know each other. You like each other a lot. You have so much in common. And then, boom, you wind up in the bedroom and it's just not what you wanted it to be. That really sucks. Well, let's jump ahead to our husbands. Dear God, you're married to this man for anywhere from 10 to 20 to 30 years, and you still have the passion inside of you that needs to go somewhere. And maybe he does too, but he's just not up to par anymore. What do you do? You can't sit back and let him have his way the way it's been for the last 15 years, you got to change things up. I mean, it's not like you don't know the man, and it's not like the man doesn't know what to expect of you. What do you think he'd do, honestly? Now, just think about this for a second. If you put on something very, very sexy and turned on some music and walked into a room that he was sitting reading a paper or having a drink or even watching TV, Do you think you could get him stirred up again? What would it take? Maybe a new perfume? Maybe a conversation? Again, that's so iffy because the minute you bring something up that you don't like or you bring something up that you do want to happen, all of a sudden the antennas shoot up out of their heads. What have I done wrong? I don't understand. I thought you liked it. Why have you not told me this before? It's like, Where is the breaking point where you do tell and you don't tell? And then at what point does it become too late to tell? Do you know what I mean? Some men's egos are just too weak to handle a conversation such as this one. I think more so than women. Now, my feelings might get hurt, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to try and make it better and make him like me more and want to be with me more because I certainly don't want him looking elsewhere. And you'd think that our husbands or our mates or our partners would feel the same way. But no. Oh, I thought that I had the perfect dick. I thought I knew exactly what you wanted and what you liked and how you liked it and where you wanted to be touched and And the list just goes on and on and on. But don't men realize that we change 
and that we need more. We can't just be the same woman from when we were 20 years ago. We've advanced. We've watched things on TV and read articles in magazines and talked to girlfriends that have told us about other things they've done and tried that have stirred our imaginations. How could they not have done the same things? I will never understand how people stand still in place and don't make changes for the better. I mean, just picture this conversation. Honey, I'd really like to talk to you about our sex life. Uh Uh-huh. No, honey, I'm serious. Yeah. Well, are you open for a conversation about this? And he looks up at you, and he looks back at the paper. Honey, please. I mean, this is important to me. And he goes, all right, what is it? Now, right there, you're shut down. But you continue out of your skills and perseverance. Honey, what I would really like to do is try something new. And you say it in your sexiest voice. Try something new. (laughs) And he goes back to his frickin' paper. And you have to say it again. I'm asking to have a conversation. Please? He looks up at you. So... Can we discuss trying new things in the bedroom? And here it comes. You can already see his hair bristling. You can already hear him turning the newspaper to the next page. And you start to feel your own back get up. And you wonder just which way this conversation is going to turn. And then finally, you blurt it out and you say, I'm just not happy with the way things are. Well, that's when the storm begins. The minute he is insulted, the paper gets slammed down on the chair. Have I not done enough for you for the last 25 years? He says. What more could a woman want out of life? Have I not provided for this family? As he forgets that you've been working full time as he has. And yet you still want to change things up. What could possibly be the matter with you? What more do you want? You look at him. And that's where it is. That's the line in the sand that I always talk about. When you give him that look and he sees your facial expression, it is up to you at that moment in time whether you cross the line. And you do. And you say, I have worked just as hard as you have for the last 20 years. I have raised these children probably more so than you have, Mr. Workaholic. I have made dinner for this family, gone grocery shopping, bought the Christmas presents, bought the Hanukkah gifts, sent out thank you notes, sent anniversary cards, set up every party that we've ever had for every child, remembered to put money under the pillow for the tooth fairy for all of our children, while working 40 hours a week as you do, and keeping your stomach fed while laying there and doing what you like in bed. So... Mr. I've-done-it-all, it's time for you to do something for me. And all I'm asking you to do is freaking listen and open your ears and be prepared and maybe accept the fact that I want some change. I want to alter our sex life. 
Not change it for the totality of what it is. Just make some changes. Let's have some fun. Let's dress up. Let's do role-playing. Let's get dressed up and go out and find a closet that's empty and do it in the closet. I mean, there are so many things we can do. And now, you know as well as I know that that man is starting to get excited with the things that you're saying, but he's so stubborn that he's not allowing you to see it. But you must persevere because you've already pushed the envelope. You've got to keep pushing until he says, okay, or he might say, you know, I've been thinking about that. Let him take the goddamn credit. Let him be the one that thinks that he's the one that started this conversation in the first place. Believe me, you're not alone. There are more women out here with us that are suffering from same old sex than not. Guide him. Lead him. Pull him by the nose. Let him be the one to jump in next and say, I thought we just did so-and-so. And then you could say, yes, but we could even make it a little more different. How so? You tell me. Do you mean me dress up as well as you for the bedroom? And you're thinking to yourself, well, that's a novel idea. But you say instead, yes, that's a great idea. You see what I mean? It's like playing the violin. Let him be the violin. He's got the strings. He just doesn't know what to do with them. Look, it comes down to this. If you can't change it up and make it exciting and make life something to look forward to in the bedroom, what good is it? Yeah, he's the father of your children. Yes, he's half the supporting factor in your financial situation. Yes, he's habit. Yes, he's someone that you can sit and talk with comfortably because you've known him for God knows how long. And yes, he's seen you at your worst. But now it's time for him to see you at your best again. And if he doesn't want to, and if he doesn't care about it, what the hell are you doing with him? And I'm not trying to be a troublemaker. I'm just trying to point out the facts. The fact is, you are still a young enough, virile woman that deserves to feel, feel, and be touched, and romanced, and allowed to be seductive without feeling embarrassed or held back. So I'm giving you food for thought. That's all. I'm giving you a reason to think about a reason as to why you're staying married. If things aren't good, if things aren't great, and you know, sometimes I feel like a broken record because I have said this before, and I don't know how many of you have listened to me and how many of you think to yourself, this woman's off her rocker because you just can't admit it to yourself. But those who can and those who want a better life instead of living this way for another 20 freaking years... You've got to be kidding me. Really? Missionary position for the next 20 years. Oh, how exciting. You might as well wear pajamas with feet in them. I'm just saying, look at him. 
Make him look at you. Sit down. Have that conversation. Make it work. Fix it. Because you're both going to be miserable in the next year or two, even more so than you already are. And you don't even know that you're miserable. You're just going through the motions. And there's nothing worse than going through the motions because it gets worse and worse and worse. The older we are, we get set in our ways and we then don't care anymore. Can you imagine yourself in your life not caring about sex not caring about what you look like, not caring what other people think of you, that's what you're on your way to if you don't fix it now. You got to trust me on this one. I'm not wrong. I'm 100% right. More than 100. Infinity plus one. I don't care how well you know each other. I don't care how much you feel like you're settling. You shouldn't be. You should never settle. Why do people settle? Where's the spark, the magic, the tingly feelings, the kissing? When was the last time you kissed each other? And I don't mean like a little peck on the lips. When was the last time your husband had his tongue down your throat? Hmm? When was the last time he rubbed his chin up against the back of your neck? When was the last time the hairs on your body stood up because of something he did to you? If you have to think back, then there's a problem that needs to be fixed. Blame me. Tell him you heard this lady on the radio and that she's the one. She's the instigator. She's the one that said, bring my husband to this speaker and have him listen to this podcast. Because she'll say it to you better than I will, dear. I mean, you could repeat this podcast. Make him listen to it. I don't care if he hates me. I could give two shits if the man never even wants to talk to me. He can't make you turn me off. I can guarantee he'll get turned on. But he'd be even more turned on if these words were coming from you. So, start practicing your vocabulary. Your dirty vocabulary. Lose the word honey. Call him by his real name. Hey, um, Bill? Robert? Can we have a conversation? Men love to be called by their names. So do women, for that matter. But they're more apt to listen to you if you call them by their real name in a soft tone. Because they don't know what they're getting. They don't know what's coming when you say their name. Andrew, can we please talk? (laughs) Imagine what just went through their heads. The problem here is if nothing goes through their head when you talk that way to them, you have a serious problem, even more serious, because they're not feeling anything. They're just giving you what they think you want. You want to play that part in the relationship? I don't think so. Try it. Try the conversation. Let me know what happens. I think you'll be in for a big surprise. And you don't always have to have the answer before you start asking the questions because sometimes a surprise can change your whole life. And that might be just what you're in need of. A new life.
Let me know what happens. It's Robin Marshall. Hey, check out my website, sugarmom.net. Check out my book, The Diary of a Sugar Mom. And no, I'm not asking you to go to extremes like I did in that book with my character. I'm just saying, hey, it can't hurt to read the book. It'll get the juices flowing at least. Give you a little bit of courage to face that man you call a husband, boyfriend, significant other, or whatever. Let me know how it goes. Feel free to write Robin Marshall Sugar Mom at gmail.com. Leave me a review or a comment here on iTunes. Everyone helps. And I'm glad to have spoken with you today. I hope I've turned a few heads and changed a couple minds. Talk to you next time. It's Robin. Sugar Mom. Hey!